Welcome to the Launch Strategist Podcast with your host, Katrina Douglas, author, trainer, and launch strategist for corporate leaders, helping you launch projects that light you up, make money, and get you closer to the goals that matter. So today's agenda is all about, like I said, how to scope a project. And we're going to touch on three things. The first is what is a project scope? The next is why you need to scope a project. And the final thing is the six steps for creating a project scope. So why do you need to scope a project? Well, part of launching a successful project means understanding exactly what what is needed to achieve the objectives in a project and mapping out how to get there. So it's all about looking at your objectives, looking at what you want to achieve from the outset and having absolute clarity around that. Also, developing a project scope is the initial phase of the project planning process. So scoping a project is the first thing that you actually do. It's also really useful for getting buy-in from stakeholders and strategic partners. Um, So whether that be customers, employees, managers, like if you're launching within an organization, it's super important to get buy-in from those people and to be able to to convey in a clear and compelling way why this project is good, why they should be involved, why they should be giving you budget, all of these things. Um, It's really a business case um, for your project. So a project scope typically includes project goals, the deliverables, the key features of what you're launching, the functions of what you're launching, key tasks, deadlines, and also costs. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the six steps for creating a project scope. Okay, so first you need to identify the project needs. So when you are clearly able to identify the needs of a project, you are more likely to set a sound benchmark from the beginning. So knowing what you're doing and why means that you can monitor your project, means that you can set the trajectory to actually get there. So what are the needs of key stakeholders? What are the needs of the people that you're launching this project for? And here's where you need to be understanding your marketplace, understanding your customers, understanding the problem that it is that you're trying to solve. So what is the project need? The next thing that you want to do is confirm the objectives and goals of the project. So, you know, scoping the project in terms of, smart goals and objectives. So you need to be specific. You know, what are you trying to achieve specifically? It needs to be measurable. So um, what is the outcome gonna be? Are you looking for a certain amount of revenue, a financial figure? What are the time scales that you wanna launch this thing in? Um, It needs to be achievable. So yes, stretch yourself, but it also needs to be realistic and achievable within that timeframe. It needs to be relevant to your audience and the people that you're launching for, and it needs to be time-based. Now, you also need a project scope description. This is a simple description of what it is you're launching. And it's one of those things that sounds so simple, but actually, um, you'd be surprised at how many people can't properly explain what it is they're launching in a succinct way. So having um, a description that you can communicate as a leader that is clear um, and that also includes the features and the functions of what you're launching. So the features and the functions of what you're launching. 
Number four is expectations and acceptance. So successful projects are ones that take into account the satisfaction of the end user, whether this is employees or whether this is the customers. So for customers, it will be things like pricing, um, the value that you're delivering, the quality of the product or service, as well as availability, delivery and returns pol um, policies. So all of these things, that what are the deliverables? What can people expect in terms of um, deliverables? And what are they, um, what is gonna be the point at which you accept that this project is ready? So for example, if it's not, if it doesn't achieve your quality standards, then it's not gonna be, acceptable so here's where you set parameters for what is acceptable and what isn't and you set expectations for the project in terms of for employees you know if you're launching within an organization this might be things like the effectiveness and the efficiency of the new operational processes that are part and parcel of this launch hope this is all making sense so number five is understanding constraints. Now there are always roadblocks and rather than get into the process and realize that, hold on a minute, there are certain constraints. Um, it's best to, to know what they are upfront. So certain constraints and think about them upfront rather than letting them derail you and, and hit you unexpectedly. So it's important to think about these upfront. So, um, these can be caused by like a dynamic environment or changing conditions. So for example, a lot of um, businesses, a lot of startups are really fluid. Um, and so that can be a constraint. Like if things change, if your business objectives change or suddenly leadership changes or the strategic objectives change, then, then that can potentially be a roadblock. So, you know, assessing how likely that is, is, is really important. Also technological glitches, um, so you need to, to consider upfront what potentially could be the, the technology glitches. And also you wanna be thinking about costs, realistically costing out the project and therefore identifying whether a lack of resources is gonna be an issue potentially. And number six is to identify the necessary changes. Now, hopefully you won't have to make any changes um, to the to the scope, but when you share this scope, which you should do, whether it be if you're in an organisation with your leadership with your team, when you share the scope, um, hopefully there'll be feedback, and um, you'll also do research during the process. So based on that, if you do need to make any changes, now is the time to make them because the fewer changes that you have to make when you're launching, the better. So those are how, that's pretty much how you scope out a project and keeping it really, really simple. So number one, you identify the project needs. Number two, you confirm the objectives and goals of the project. Number three, you create a project scope description. Number four, you set expectations and the par parameters for acceptance. Number five, you identify any constraints in advance. And number six, you make any necessary changes. So that's it. That's how you scope out a project. So that's it for this month, keeping it really short and simple this month. But in closing, I just want to make you aware of three things. The first one is if we're not already connected on LinkedIn, let's connect. I'm there every day. I also do a LinkedIn live every Wednesday at 1pm. So if we are not connected on LinkedIn, let's connect. 
you can find me over on LinkedIn at Katrina by searching Katrina Douglas. Also, I have a podcast called The Launch Strategist. I launch episodes every week. So do check that out. It's available on all good um, podcast providers. So iTunes, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, you can find me there. And that's The Launch Strategist. And last but not least, my legacy conference. So my annual conference that is designed to help you launch. It is the only business conference that teaches you how to launch a two-day event that really helps you avoid the pitfalls that many, the launch pitfalls that many organizations and individuals fall prey to. So it's a two-day event. The first day is practical trainings from a number of expert speakers based on my 6P launch framework. So you actually be learning how to launch. And day two is a mastermind where you get to actually build out your blueprint based on the 6P launch framework. It's going to be an amazing two days. We have some phenomenal speakers. You'll also be amongst like-minded professionals who you can brainstorm with, mastermind with, um, lunch is included. You also get a goodie bag. It's based in the heart of central London. But here's the thing. There are only 40 tickets available. And so far, 211 people as of this morning have commented or accepted the LinkedIn event and said that they are attending. So competition is fierce. If you want to be in the room, you have to book early to secure your space because I'm pretty sure we're going to be sold out way before June. So the event takes place on June um, the 4th and 5th, but tickets are already selling faster than we expected. So if you want to be in the room, pop on over to legacyconference.co.uk and secure your spot. That's legacyconference.co.uk. So like I said, I do these masterclasses every month. So on the first Thursday of every month. Um, yes, yeah, so join me here. And um, yeah, if you have any questions or you want to chit chat, the best place to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Bye-bye for now.